All right, let's have a Thanksgiving debate round. Thanksgiving debate. Pecan versus pumpkin. I got to tell you, I'm I'm more of a mincemeat man. Oh, what what is this? 1893 mincemeat? Yeah. Who has mincemeat anymore? People that have it like as a, a topping for their large topping. bowl of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> So more just, than an actual pie. You just scoop the filling into the on top of the ice cream? That's not me. Oh, yeah, baby. I doubt most people even know what minced meat is anymore. What is in it? Well, they start with the mince, Rob, which is, <laughs> I believe, some sort of quinoa. Okay. <laughs> and then they add the meat, which mm. is the flesh of the quinoa cow. Oh, you're still eating quinoa? I, I only eat beyond quinoa. I think that was a character on Babylon 5, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was beyond quinoa. And if he was exposed to light, he would turn into a celestial god. It's time. Time for a thrilling story of romance. Adventure. Mystery. Anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another... Interrupted Tale! Hello and welcome to the show that usually ends another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob and I'm joined tonight by the Wango to my Zatango, Alan. How are you, Alan? I'm present today. Present? Are you, are you would you say that, uh, that you are mindful during this recording? Oh, no, I just meant if you're taking attendance, I'm here. <laughs> okay, physically there. Yeah, That's good. That's good. Uh, well, I wanted to let you know, Alan, uh, I don't know. I, I found this really cool game online where there aren't any ads, and it has really cool graphics, and uh, I think it's something you might really like, so uh, you should download it right now. Is this a sponsored segment, Rob? What? No, we would never be sponsored by Zombie Utopia Plus. What? Zombie Utopia Plus, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the sequel to the famous Zombie Utopia, where things that scantily clad women fight zombies for some reasons. Brains now, my lord. <laughs> well, we are not sadly doing a zombie story today, but we are happily doing another story of the rails Ooh. from Railroad Men's Magazine, the March nineteen ten issue. This one's called When the Devil Drives, and it's by Robert T. Creel. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, the devil made me drive this train. <laughs> and now it's time to sit back and pour yourself some gin made with a hobo sock while we read you this week's tale. Going to make her out, inquired the brakeman, holding his lantern close to Eldon's face. I don't know. What it'll cost for me and the kid to get to Woodville. Oof. Woodville? Well, uh, well, the thing about Woodville is that first we have to stop at Rockland. Mm -hmm. And then we cross into the Protozeric territory and stop at Fernland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it's Fern Gully. And then things get bad around Fern Gully too. You know, people people 
People recommend you don't take the dinosaur train, but you can't beat the prices. <laughs> you really can't. I'm the conductor. Gotta love me. <laughs> I'll carry you for a dollar apiece. I got a car open. I can put you in. I used to charge half price for kids, but uh, I don't want to encourage Peter Pan syndrome, and I do want to encourage more money for me complex. Peter Pan, you know, um, Alan, my uh, my nephew had Peter Pan syndrome. Did he? Yeah, he kept uh, getting his tongue stuck to the roof of his mouth. Huh? Oh. Huh? Oh, you can fix that in a gif from. Uh, oh, man. You know, it would have been really tragic, but you know how they cured it? I don't know how they cured it, Rob. A glass of milk! <laughs> well, that's just damn skippy. You got any vegan uh, nut alternative jokes we can throw in here, too, for the other crowd, Rob? The other crowd? Yeah, the other crowd. This is how we split our demographics. Vegans and everyone else. Well, it could be the peanut allergic, Rob. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's wrong with peanut butter? Wait a minute. What's wrong with peanut butter for vegans? The environmentally conscious people that want to increase the amount of water that Nestle uses for cashews. (laughs) It's a rare, rare breed of people, but they they listen to this podcast a lot. Oh, they do. Uh, too much. It's only 50 miles, objected Eldon. Well, I could get there by Canastota Wagon for half a bit, tops, with dysentery thrown in for free. Uh, don't, don't forget the wagon smell, Alan. That doesn't cost any extra. And you're going to be riding behind that horse butt for a long time. I guess is at least as far as the that Oregon Trail can take me. <laughs> Can't help it. That's what I always charge. Anyhow, you'll make it easy after you get past Woodville. The fellers on the other division don't watch close, urged the brakeman. All right, show us the car. Come on, Freddy. And there better be complimentary straw bales. I don't want to see a straw bale surcharge, or I'm going to have to split the bill because... My company has an explicit policy about no stray bales, even if it is a client ordering the stray bales. Uh, also, do you have bail down service? Because uh, I could go for that in, in any straw robes you have hanging around. I, I'd really appreciate it. Oh, you get to keep those straw robes. Well, they added to the bill. My company never notices. The brakeman led the way to a boxcar half filled with coal. Get in here and keep back out of sight. And if the coal inspector comes, just try to look as dirty and Dick Van Dykeish as possible. <laughs> if anybody asks, this coal comes from a chimney explosion in London, and you woke up like this. Uh, Can I hear your your Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> all right, all right, my Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. I've 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 done this. I'm often asked for this impression. Yeah. Um. In 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 the way that this is the first time ever. So, uh, oh, all right, uh, Mary. It's it's a jolly holiday with you. It is. No, I'm sorry. You got to really emphasize the not at all believably English <laughs> part, Rob. Oh, boppins. <laughs> Eldon climbed in after the lad, and the two crawled far back into a corner. This kind of travel was a new experience for John Eldon. Not to me. I fly Spirit. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Spirit's pretty good because uh, uh, with Ryanair, you have to actually shovel the coal into the engine yourself. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. They, it, airplanes, they take a lot of coal. 
a lot. But you probably get more leg room that way. Well, sure, but they're hanging out at the bottom of the plane. Yeah, well, if anybody is unable or feels unwilling to shovel coal, then, you know, they could probably move you to another seat, like, you know, the bathroom. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Just go ahead. I'm just reading my paper. <laughs> However, when one's boy has a cough that, the doctor says, will develop into consumption unless he is taken to a better climate. And when the mill in which a man labors is shut down, there's not much choice. Well, except to have him breathe coal dust and uh, smokestack fumes until he builds up an immunity to being a pussy. <laughs> I won't be your huckleberry consumption. All you need is positive thinking, prayer, and uh, gluten-free colloidal silver. Don't, don't oh. get the colloidal silver that's got gluten in it. That's... You know bad choice it's a very bad choice and people have the wrong impression about colloidal silver you know turning blue is a feature not a bug because well, yeah. that's how they're going to tell you're one of the believers after the storm alan that's right and that's how you're going to get together with sexy smurf yeah and me and jfk jr are going to be blue up and down the streets of washington dc celebrating this she probably would not was not called sexy smurf <laughs> Oh, when the Kevin Smith uh, reboot comes out, I'm sure that she will be. That Clerk movie came out, huh? Did it really, though? Do yeah, any of his yeah. movies really come out anymore? Was it like an existential question? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they exist, sure. Okay. But, yeah. Although the roofs of the passenger coaches offered a much swifter mode of travel, he decided to make his way more slowly by freight train on account of Freddy. He believed that with the few dollars he had, he could pay the brakeman and have a little left at the journey's end. Oh, yeah. Quality medical care with your leftover couple of bucks. <laughs> Where's this train going? Is it uh, Xanadu uh, or the mystical land of Canada? Good luck with that one. They're lucky if they're not going to Narnia, because I'm pretty sure Aslan's running that place so that you're either going to pray it out or die. That's it. You no handouts. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus, do you think he's, he's been waiting on a leg transplant for like 10 years now? Oh, no, that's the sad story. He had regular human legs before, and that's all they could get under that system. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's it's not rough. easy. It's not easy. Well. From various bits of misinformation, he had formed the erroneous, if popular, idea that all trainmen are dishonest, collecting money from tramps whenever the opportunity offers. Uh, why do I get the sense that little disclaimer wouldn't make it into the copy of uh, the Railroad Internal Affairs Division's magazine? There's <laughs> a different target audience there. I don't know. I mean, brakemen are going to have to learn about shaking down tramps sooner or later, Alan. It's, uh, you know, the last thing you want is them learning it from the tracks of Sodor. Yeah, it's a... You really want them to get a good book education. Really commonly believed, but us real men, men, we really know better and we'll <laughs> touch in our nose there. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Having fallen in with such a one, although they are as numerous as white crows, at the onset of his journey, his original opinion was confirmed. Yeah, no, see, we appreciate that the readers of Witches and Gingerbread Houses Quarterly can recognize that there are 
almost no witches in gingerbread houses that eat children. But, uh, you know, if there's a kid and a witch in a gingerbread house lures them into a baking hound oven, it's really hard to convince them that the other witches in gingerbread houses are actually nice people and dedicated subscribers. Anyway, here's a story about a witch in a gingerbread house who eats little children. <laughs> Of course, not representative of any of our readership or producers in the fine field of, of gingerbread house ownership. No, no, of course not. You know, watch out for our next quarterly serial where we, we just combine all the stories that we have about witches eating kids in gingerbread ovens um, into just like one big serialized segment. It's, uh, it's going to be a big seller. Ooh, the gingerbread house cinematic universe <laughs> you see they make gingerbread houses for halloween now because oh. they're like well we've got we've yeah. got the desiccated oh. cardboard that we spice with ginger yep we made one of those yep. oh boy. you know why because they why? Sell, it, sell it at aldi and you're just <laughs> yeah. passing by it in aldi and you're like well here's something weird we also got the easter ones earlier this year <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's I'm shocked that it took this long for them to figure out how to sell these things throughout the year. Gee, I'm glad we're started, whispered the boy as the car jerked forward. Heaven knows I wish it was over, muttered his father grimly. Oh, a train. I can barely survive another minute of this. Can't wait for it all to end and put me out of my misery. So, um... How's that fiddle cough of yours coming along? Hey, hey, buckaroo. How you doing? Cheer up. Enjoy your last ride. Can you what, believe what, what? what little leg room there is and how tight these seat belts are? It's so uncomfortable. And then, oh, they don't let you bring on your own snacks. So uh, I could just end it all right here. It's just the worst. Nothing could be worse. What? Oh, don't, don't get all touchy all of a sudden. Why, why are you crying, boy? Come on. Sheesh. Presently, the lad huddled down on the coal and fell asleep. <laughs> the man, after covering the small form with his coat, crept forward to the door and gazed at the moonlit waste as it passed. Oh, you mean Taylor Lautner? It's <laughs> harsh, Rob. Alan, you can keep that moonlit waist. I just want that moonlit chest. What? <laughs> In his slow way, John Eldon was worried. Since the death of his wife, his whole interest centered on the child. Tontine, I get it. <laughs> Who else is in that? Yeah, well, I uh, just did the two of them, so... I know, it's his son, those orphans who are looking pretty sick. Uh... I believe there was some kind of South American uh, business deal that went wrong, uh, and uh, those people are in it, too. You know what? I bet this guy's got extra, extra life insurance on this kid, too, so he's winning either way. Yeah. It's crafty. Crafty tramps. <laughs> Now, if not successful in making his way south, or on arriving, if he could not secure proper care for the little fellow, he was likely to be left alone. Well, for a while. I mean, uh, it's, uh, no, no, it's a tragedy, sure, but come on, you know the deal. Recently widowed and now unattached mm. former single father, that's, that's red meat on a dating profile. Mm. Yeah. 
you put that on Instagram, a view with a, a rescue dog, and that's like catnip covered in amphetamines. <laughs> Just don't use a fish. Nobody, nobody's swiping if you're holding a fish. Who'd Nobody. be holding a fish? People hold fish. It's like a thing among old dudes. Uh, you're talking about like a marlin and not yeah. like uh, one <laughs> of those little like Ziploc bags of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's got to work, too. Come on. Yeah, that's, that's like got to work. Yeah, I'm a guy holding the goldfish in a bag. Yeah. Come out of that. What you doing in there? And don't tell me to your roof I'm not falling for that a third time. <laughs> Dancing in the moonlight. What do you call that? This is getting weird and artsy fartsy. I liked King Harvest's earlier work better. Uh, you know, Captain Beefheart was never the same after Eddie Karaski left. Your eyes do look like a million miles from this distance and in the dark and inside a boxcar. You know, the, the song Cherokee Nation is not as uh, accurate as one might surmise by the title and lyrics. We're getting pretty far afield. I know, I just wanted to see how far we could <laughs> It was another brakeman who clambered in at the door. You better drop off right here. We don't carry ho. Oh, sorry. We don't carry bows on this train. <laughs> Here's a question, Rob. Yes. Why don't we carry bows? Oh. Huh. Quote, because as others have mentioned, they are more about lifestyle than sound. They are like a poor man's Bang & Olufsen in terms of market placement, <laughs> looks, and significant other appeasement over sound. Imagine a world, continues the answer on Quora.com, where only Civics and Mustangs were associated with performance, while Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini were unheard of. Mm -hmm. That's sort of how it is with bows, as the average person is completely unaware of anything higher end. This is what annoys audiophiles, I think, the people, quote-unquote, just don't know. <laughs> Thus ends... The fair use quotation from user Felipe Galetta, self-described hi-fi enthusiast <laughs> with experience and ownership of high-end home and car audio. Wow. Thank you, Quora.com. Thank you, Quora.com. And uh, why don't they carry bows again, Owen? Because as others have mentioned, <laughs> they are more about lifestyle than sound. Okay. All right. I thought this was about throwing bows. So I wasn't sure <laughs> where we're going there. Paid one of you fellers to take me to Woodville, replied Eldon suddenly. Said he'd take you, did he? Well, he can't take you on this train, and the sooner you grasp that, the better it'll be for you. I, wait, he didn't even pay the right guy? Did he think it was like a train bellhop? Was like, got, got two here, Chief. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of a situational issue. Like, um, I don't know when you're supposed to tip the valet guy. Do, do you tip... When you drop off and pick up, because sometimes it's a different guy. It's a different guy. I want to yeah. great, but I want to give more money because I don't have cash on me all the time. So I'm like, oh, I'll hook you up on the end, and then it's a different guy. Here's the an easy solution, Rob. Uh -huh. you, you you tip the train, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. And that way, right. whoever's on the train can figure out how to divide that up between <laughs> the other cars in the train. This is great. I don't know why anyone hasn't thought of this before. Right. Knowing that the brakeman could enforce his command. 
With the break? <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would impede things. You get off this train or we're just going to have to go slower and slower till you do. Uh, well, I mean, we're going to have to let you off anyway, but. Uh, That's right. You, okay, you got me there, college boy. Fine. Eldon aroused Freddy, whom the other now observed for the first time. Mm. Hold on there. <laughs> Breakman. <laughs> that boy can't walk anywhere this time of night. I guess you can stay on till we reach Woodville. We're nearly there now. That's as far as we go, so uh, you want to be careful. You don't get pinched. They got a lot of aunties in Woodville who haven't seen you in a long time. And they don't give one good goddamn if it ain't your birthday. Doesn't stop them one bit. Pinches for days. And and if you pinch one of them on the back of the ass, it's lawsuit for days. My aunt still won't talk to me. Anyway, Alan, how's your Me Too going? Uh, not in the family, Rob. <laughs> well, you know, we use the term anti-liberally in my family. Uh-huh. And a lot of them are just family friends I've known since birth who are, who are pretty good looking. I think you use it very conservatively, Rob. <laughs> Much obliged, responded Eldon. Yeah, yeah, thank you for not pushing my sickly child off a moving train before the train arrives at his destination in just a couple minutes. Anything uh, sharp or uh, pointy that you don't want to throw in my son's face? Anything? Just purely human decency is clearly so easy to be found amongst you folks. (laughs) When he heard the whistle of the engine, he prepared to leave the train. Think you're good for the rest of the night on the rods, Freddy? Yes, I think so. I mean, I only brought my whirly gigs, and you really should use wet fly beadhead nymphs if you want to catch Lake Trot. Oh, oh, sorry, when you said uh, good for the rest of the night on the rods, you meant masturbation. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I get slammed for my anti-pinching, and this, this is what you got? That's what we'll have to do if they won't let us go in the cars. But it'll not be many days till we're there. Then we'll get you cured of that cough. He spoke almost tenderly. Almost fatherly, even. <laughs> no, that that's too far. Um, Try not to die, kid. I'm too tired to carry your body. Mm, mm. Yeah, that that's good. That's the right tough and non-emotional balance I want to strike with my... Son, you, you can't be their best friend, Rob. No, no, no. If you're there in their, their moment of, of most need, then you're always going to need to be there in their moment of most need, and then you're not going to have time for any hoboing. Right. Sometimes you got to cough up a lung on yourself. <laughs> by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. As the train slackened speed, Eldon watched for a favorable moment. Yeah, he's going to get the train to play suck and blow. That's a very uncool, Eldon. As if. <laughs> I thought you were into my friend, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Um, hmm. Oh, you don't think that Brittany Murphy would posthumously <laughs> enjoy being compared to the Chattanooga Choo Choo rum? I think, uh, I think she'd, she'd have a sense of humor about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good old suck and blow. And? Hey, I'm the one who sucks around here, Rob. It's your turn to blow. (laughs) Woohoo! 
Blowing's my time to shine. Elden watched for a favorable moment and, with the boy, dropped to the ground. Stealthily making their way along the lines of cars, they came to the other end of the yards, where they found another train on the sidetrack, ready to pull out. Oh, sure. Trains always say they're ready to pull out, but that's mm -hmm. why the railroads have IUDs, interunion derailers, uh, oh, yeah. just in case the train stays at the station a bit too long. Yeah, yeah, which, which you really don't want, because here's the thing, if it stays there too long... You know, it's just going. They're just going to get sleepy and want to stay there the whole time forever. So sure. you really got to move them along. You know, mm -hmm. you want to flush them out. That's what you want to mm -hmm. do. You want to flush them out, but that doesn't work by itself. That's why mm -hmm. you need that IUD, the interunion derailers. It just makes sense. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> this is luck, said the man, halting beside the water tank. <laughs> Quick, get in. How long can you hold your breath, Tommy? I don't know. How long is Stalag 13? <laughs> now, if we can find an open car, we'll be all right. We'll make the speed of light out of this place. <laughs> what? Have uh, my eggs poached for breakfast, I guess. Uh, Just a big Roger Taylor fan, this guy. <laughs> if we can find an open car, we'll be all right. Just find me an open car, we'll make the speed of light out of this place. What is that song? I'm in love with my car oh, by Roger geez. Taylor. I, oh, I did. First of all, I didn't know Roger Taylor wrote that one. It makes sense. Um, and yeah, that's that's a song I always skip. And then the other the other song is Tenement uh, Funster, where he says yeah, yeah. the immortal lines: "Have my eggs poached for breakfast." I guess. Another song I've listened to once. I think. Did you see? We heard the, the Holly Yankovic story. No, but had, I heard Roger. There's someone playing. No, they had Taylor an extended. Dias, it's of John Deacon. Extended moment of John Deacon being impersonated by Polka Dot Man from the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah, Dash Valian. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Dash Valian. Is that yeah, right? that was that's really funny. That's so random. Uh huh. Is weird worth watching? Yeah, it's worth All watching. Right. Right. I mean, I like uh, Harry Potter. He, that guy seems uh, he seems to be doing what he wants to do. I mean, it's the, that part is kind of the best scene. They go to a Hollywood mm -hmm. Hills party, and it's all yeah. uh, like radio and and uh, pop culture weirdos. <laughs> there's a uh, Tiny Tim. There's uh, Jack Black is, is Wolfman Jack. Oh, uh, that's pretty awesome. Conan O'Brien's is Andy Warhol. Uh, <laughs> they got a Gallagher. They they got a, they got a, a Divine. They got everybody. Oh wow! They yeah. have Gallagher too. No. Oh, just Gallagher. Well, it's still a pretty good party. Yeah, it's a great party. You you stay here while I look for one. Also, poached eggs. <laughs> Over some buttered toast. And then cracked on top. Mm, that's the way to do it. Oh, gimme, gimme, gimme fried chicken. <laughs> he left Freddy in the shadows. No, even us Raj Tay Tay fans have to admit Freddy was was the king. He oh, was yeah. never left in the shadows, Rob. No, no you, you can't. You can't. No. He hurried down the length of the train, looking for an open door, concealing himself whenever he saw a lantern approaching. He was determined to have no more dealings with brakemen. Car mechanics. See ya. 
Funky Fresh Fools doing the worm on cardboard. Sayonara. Degenerate wretches who even now are damning their internal souls by breaking themselves off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I'll see you in hell. Various forms of break men. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want those bad guys breaking around you. Breaking bad. Yeah. Okay. I it was half. It wasn't the good No, I, I realize now that my original joke was pretty bad. Thank you. <laughs> I know it's good to look into a mirror every once in a while. <laughs> That's why I'm here, Alan. Unsuccessful in his quest, he returned to the tank. I found like four open doors, but uh, only collected 27 of the feathers. There was just, so much platforming. There goes my platinum. <laughs> which which game is this now? Oh, it's really kind of a combination of okay. one of these assets creeds. And, uh... Um... Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine uh, Minecraft Adventures. <laughs> He's a very useful engine, but kind of a shitty train. Is he? He wants it too much. That's the problem. I guess it'll be the rod, sure enough, he whispered. Seeing a lantern stationary a few feet on the opposite side of the tank, he added, Be quiet until that feller moves on. Okay, sir, I'll just tap down the uh, uncontrollable colic then. Uh, just in case you mistake the muffled silence for my inevitable and forthcoming death throes. I can't do much about that gurgling. Uh, that's just my lungs slowly drowning in a fluid that they're overproducing because of the... <coughs> I said be quiet. <laughs> I have no son. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that, that's for tomorrow. Hold on. Okay, right. If we can get in on the rods without them seeing us, I think we'll be safe. We'll have to wait till she starts, though. With the creak of loosening brakes, the long train began to move. Eldon selected a huge furniture car with low-hanging rods and helped the boy under. Finally, something comfortable to sit on. No, 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 it's... It's, it's sucking me under and swallowing my soul. It's a it's a trade car of moon pods. Save yourself, boy. We could go to the next car, but it, it's all sofa beds, and, and that's just horrible. I don't know. Would I prefer to drown in a moon pod or uh, or just have coils permanently dug into my back? It's a tough choice, you know. I will say, though, if I am picking a, a huge furniture car to get into, mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to pick the one with a low-hanging rod. <laughs> now lay crosswise and don't go to sleep, he admonished. Of course, that way you get to do the limbo. <laughs> Who holds the other end? <laughs> if you get to, too tired, wait till we come to a grade and crawl out. I'll be on the rods. Next car back. Wait a minute. So they're riding under the train? That's what that uh, means? Wait, under the car? Um, be on the rod. Because he's saying if you get too tired, that's because he doesn't want to fall asleep because he's going to roll off, right? The, is that the thing that goes between the wheels? I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The um the axle. I guess what would be in a car, an axle. Well, not a, called. not the axle, not like straight across. No, no, thing. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think so. Okay. That sounds that 
it sounds almost as dangerous as and reckless as taking your young son thousands of miles to a fantasy southern land to cure his consumption. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, he could have just uh, put his kid on a skateboard and attached it to like a Model T. And <laughs> <laughs> so long, Johnny. <laughs> if you get too tired, wait till we come to a grade and crawl out. I'll be on the rods next car back. All right, Dad. Freddie answered wearily. Call me Mister Dad. No, <laughs> Mister Father. Is that is that too formal? No, you gotta be strict, Eldon, or one day you'll wake up and they'll have a twisted sister pin on their hospital rags. <laughs> he is worthless and weak. Funny thing, nobody saw us, reflected Eldon, taking his place under the car he'd chosen for himself. At least that way I don't have to ask him what he wants to do with his life. <laughs> Or what he wants for Christmas. Do I tell him his birthday is tomorrow? No, no, they'll just be disappointed. <laughs> for some time, he watched the ties flickering swiftly beneath him and the rails like ribbons running smoothly from under the wheels. Then the train started up a long grade. Uh, like ribbons, Rob, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. running smoothly from under the wheels. The twang train. The, no? The, the two train. <laughs> okay. All right. The twill train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The voil train. I'm I'm sure there's a obscure French fabric used for ribbons that rhymes with soul Robin. It's just I've lost the the will to live. <laughs> This After is, that, we all have Al. I got. I only have four fabrics, four <laughs> French fabrics that I know how to, to slant rhyme with it. So that's close. The corduroy. That's tray. not ribbon like at all, Rob. You can make a ribbon out of anything, nope. Alan. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, I got yeah, some twine. Sure. The okay. ties passed less and less rapidly until they seemed to move but little faster than a man could walk. Eldon had fallen into a half-doze. From somewhere in front came a hollow thump, repeated several times at short intervals. An icky one. <laughs> That's the worst kind of thump there is. It's a pretty bad thump. Sounds like someone's pounding on the cars, observed Eldon drowsily. Or there are several flat pennies without owners now. Ah. <sighs> So sad. Or they're bouncing over my boy. What, 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 what? So, in fact, they were. But he little suspected for what purpose. Any hobo could have explained the sounds had he been told that Stony Harrison was on this train. He never took money from anyone whom he caught stealing a ride. Also, he never accepted ass. So I think you can understand... <laughs> Why they call him Stony? I got one policy. It makes it all easier. Right. I, th Just the one. Three is way too complex. Too many options. It's like Netflix. Too many options. Right. Simplify mm -hmm. my product portfolio. Instead, he seemed to encourage the practice by pretending not to see the culprits until they reached the Clark Mountain grade, when he would jump to the ground and run along beside the cars, 
pelting the unfortunates on the rods with rocks. Oh, that's, <laughs> that is less chill, brother. <laughs> wow, man. Stoney, you're disappointing us with your wow, nickname. rough. <sighs> By this playful habit, he had almost stopped the hobo travel on that, on that division. Well, playful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seriously injuring people with rocks, it's playful. Let, uh, I believe the uh, Bible said, let not he who's without sin uh, be the most playful. <laughs> it's true. Because Eldon knew nothing of this, he paid little attention to the sounds. The loud roar of escaping steam from the engine was almost deafening. Somebody turn the kettle off. How many people on this train are making tea right now? <laughs> this is a waste of fire, people. Come on. Jeez. But had he listened closely, he might have heard a faint, shrill cry. Soon he noted that more dust than usual was in the air. Something was being dragged by the forward trucks. Nuts. <laughs> they were... So low to the ground. They were older trucks. So they were, the the, were just very thumping low. every time just they went over. <laughs> how many rails, how many ties could you take? <sighs> the moment he saw it, the thing worked free. It came toward him with trembling hand. He seized the limp shape, raised it, and looked into the bruised, bloody face of his boy. That's going to be uh, tough to explain at the annual father-son cholera camping trip. Oh, but it's nice to have those three get together. <laughs> they rarely get time on their own. Yeah. So. Yeah? Something was being dragged by the forward truck. So this kid has now been hit by a rock, is on the tracks, getting hit by the train every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Is this a is this a, is this a is this a train snuff story, Alan? Did you did you bring us a train snuff story? Ah, uh, I think a train snuff story has to involve a train suddenly giving up all its steam, Rob. You know, some trains like being tied up. But what what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> Stony Harrison muttered to himself as he gathered another armful of rocks. I bet them bows will wish they'd forgot to come on this train before I'm through with them. I'm going for 17 skips this time. The trick is to throw it at exactly a 13-degree angle right at their big toe. Yeah, yeah, and you're always going to spot that because they got this toe sticking out of the socks in a classic hobo fashion. If you don't hit that toe of 13 degrees, well, you're just going to hit their empty can of beans right out of their hands, and that's no good for anyone. Oh, brother, I'm going to clout you. <laughs> Turning, he saw a huge, dusty figure stagger from the shadow of the train, bearing a bundle in its arms. With a gasp of comprehension, the brakeman started forward. Why, it's a kid! My God, what have I done? What have I done? Put him down, you fool! Such a little feller, and I done it. I knocked him off. Oh, I can't stand it! Man, neither can the kid. <laughs> I mean, he might never be able to stand it again. <laughs> it's 
standing, breathe, breathing if he's lucky, Alan. Breathing. Oh, breathing so far. This, I mean, he's already not breathing well. So really, yeah. you know, it's just uh, it's not taking him down too much, is what I'm saying. Right. It's oh, it's not his fault. Yeah. yeah. It's about the delta. The delta's not that much, so you know, it's all right. Harrison was sobbing brokenly as he worked over the boy, listening for the feeble heartbeats. Eldon had stood aside, momentarily awed by the other's emotion. A sensation he was almost completely unfamiliar with. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be feeling something, but uh, I'm hungry. Does, does that count? I don't no. know. I just mm. I cut the umbilical cord. The oxytocin never kicked in. <laughs> you killed him, and I'm going to kill you. Going to mash you, he said calmly. Calmly? <laughs> Beginning to remove his coat. The mad <laughs> gleam in his eyes was all that betrayed his... So going to monster mash you. <laughs> it's like a party over here. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist your neck off? Uh, the mad gleam in his eyes was all that betrayed his fury. Now, not the part where he said, I'm gonna kill you? Is, is uh, mashing more like a spooning? Oh, it's like sending a mash note. Aww, oh, okay. that's kind of nice. I, our eyes met over my dead son. Yeah, the note says suicide is painless, I believe. Uh, <laughs> With an effort, the brakeman controlled his voice. He ain't dead, you big mutt. You go over by them bushes and get some water in your hat. Uh, sure, I'll just go over to that bush and uh, fill up my hat with a... Uh, Body temperature water that will definitely be in that bush. Yeah, sure. It's a bush tree. I mean, a, a water bush. <laughs> you know, it's water bush. Water bushes. Like it's the other. Also, isn't the train still moving slowly uh, upward? What are they just hanging out for? It's, it's bush water park. Oh, bush. <laughs> now hurry. When the water was brought, Harrison bathed the grimy little face until it was whiter than his own and with his fingers brushed the cinders out of the matted hair. Eldon dumbly chafed the boy's hands. Well, that's where the heart and brain are. You, you need to massage them back to life first. <laughs> Clear! Yeah, that's why they rub it like that. Clear! Yeah. <laughs> I think he's coming back! I think the static electricity is working! Okay, now get his toes. That's where the lungs are. <laughs> After weary hours of suspense, hours. Wow. After weary hours of suspense, Freddy opened his eyes. Well, those trains are not running on time. <laughs> Seemingly awakened by the far-off shriek of a locomotive that echoed among the hills. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are holding here temporarily while we assist the sick passenger. Oh my! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, uh, just asking for your patience while we embark on hour four of trying to save the life of a poor young man. Hey, fuck this man <laughs> who obviously doesn't want to live. If I don't get to the Trader Joe's to buy orange chicken before they close, I will set mm. this train on fire and then we will all die. Mm-hmm. That, that orange chicken's worth it, damn it. Yeah. That, I mean, this, is a, this kid's already... At least halfway there. So right. we're just saving this guy a whole trip. Maybe some frozen gyro meat. Oof. Oh, that stuff is 
really good. Sorry, I got excited about the gyro kit. It's really good. <laughs> Harrison arose stiffly to his feet. That's the southbound passenger. I'm going to flag her. You and the kid can get on. Stay on till you get to where you're going. As long as it's to the south. Otherwise, I do hear Cape Horn is beautiful and completely abandoned by humanity at this time of year. <laughs> wisely. Wisely. Here's some money. I, I got my pay yesterday, so you can buy that little feller something to eat. Yeah, just don't let him fill up on coal and sand now. It's, uh, it's the main the main supplies we have. Yeah, you know, you know, you can eat the leaves of a water bush, and and they'll sustain you for for at least hours. This guy bear grills. <laughs> you know, ironically, I never see him grill bears. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. As Eldon hesitated, he continued bitterly, "You don't you don't need to worry about getting even. Just tell the people on that train what I done and." They'll see that you get satisfaction. A duel. Yep. yep. Very white shirts. Yep. Anything. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of shirts uh, they wear. It's how white they could be, Rob. That's what. It's, oh, that's right. That's, that's the important that's part. That's the line. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. The boys are all down on me anyway. <laughs> I'm. I'm I don't know why they'd be down on the brakeman who throws rocks at them. I'm really not sure, but uh Eldon's face lighted with a sudden resolve. Not by a jugful. I'll tell him I'll tell him you saved my boy. That you're white clear through. <laughs> uh... Uh, it's a Gandalf. Gandalf. He's, he's, he's comparing him to Gandalf, the uh, the, the white. Uh, and then he came back from... Uh, Why don't you just finish the story here, Ron? And he held out his hand. The end. The end. <laughs> okay, now... It's it's got to be a little bit racist, but is it uh-huh. really racist, or uh. is it is it like because that phrase is lost to time in the annals of being racist? Well, it's like uh, like the phrase "mighty white" of you. You know, have you heard that? Yeah, in books or what have you. Like, okay, that's clearly racial. Okay, so. so I don't think this is referring to like oh like a white knight kind of a thing, right? And I think this is uh You know what? I think I'm too white to talk about <laughs> this, Rob. Oh, as a as a Latino, I uh yeah, I also I'm not getting into this. Okay, you're all <laughs> Yeah. I'm just no. No. I'm you're half of my people. No thanks. We're good. This is like a government form of like, yes, I'm Hispanic, but I'm also too white to talk about this. Exactly. Right. Just for for census reasons. Right. Right. It's I put in the other uh, white, but everyone thinks I'm Italian. So you know, it's uh, it's Latino Italian looking. We just kind of forgot about that part. What did you think the moral of this story is? 
the moral of the story, Alan, is is follow your dreams, no matter okay. how ridiculous they might be, such as believing that a slightly better climate will cure your kid of the disease that he's had for weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seems like a good moral. Yeah. What's your what's your moral for this tale? I think that just because a train has a mm-hmm. bumper sticker that reads, I break for dying waves, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a legally binding contract. <laughs> and, and well, which break was it too? They might have spelled, they didn't, they spelled a B-R-E-A-K on purpose. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Stoney put that up himself. Well, Alan, we've done it. We've done it again. We've we've tackled another train tale and survived to talk about it. Oh, the trains kept a rolling all night long, Rob, and for many years and not many episodes. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this uh, this episode, Alan. Uh, I hope everybody here will get together with their family and friends and hobos and. Tune in next time for another exciting Interrupted. And finally, after you've gotten past Fern Gully and emerged from the last rainforest, <laughs> you get to breathtaking Denver, who is coincidentally the last dinosaur. <laughs> Ten-